Welcome to the Trail Ahead, hosted by Trail Echo and brought to you by the Fort St. John Co-op. Um, I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine, a homie, a cousin, and a co-worker. Her name is Amy Echo, and she's persuaded me to do what I do now and get me into the career path that has brought me to the radio waves that you're listening to now. So, what's up, Amy? How are you today? Not much. Just loving life. It's beautiful out. Came into town to do some work for the weekend um, and come to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Amy, what do you do at Doig? I am a cultural heritage language department coordinator. Um, I am slowly making my career choice, not even a career choice, my personal choice to really push myself to learn my own to create curriculum books and learn my language through mentorship with our co-workers your mother and <laughs> madeline Oker. um and we sell moccasins i'm slanging moccasins this yeah. weekend <laughs> yeah. uh we hopefully we'll have our own language school study area de- like strict language department Eventually. A language nest? Yes, we got to build a language nest. But, I mean, like, have our own department, our own building, somewhere that, yeah, we can learn and learn to be teachers to teach our children and children's children and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. But the curriculum that you just mentioned is the Paul Creek curriculum, right? Mm-hmm. I know about this, but I'm going to ask you like I don't know. <laughs> so, the Paul Creek so, curriculum, where did we get it from? I learned about the Paul Creek curriculum because my cousin decided to go to Montana for a weekend. Or no, we were in Montana doing a... Colang. Colang. Colang conference. It was a linguistic conference that lasted two weeks last summer. Yeah, and we, you just happened to meet a very beautiful person that introduced you to the school that they were going to and the curriculum that they were learning with. And from what I seen, what I heard, what I've been through because we did a little language workshop in Whitehorse just last week um, that it's like I feel like it's the highest effective way to produce um, fluent speakers yeah yeah because during that workshop they taught us about fluency transfer systems um, what actions to take at what level of and um, we got full teacher um, we got a full teacher book uh, what's it called the lesson plans we got the teacher manual yes in english that's what it's called for the all of the tlingit it's from it's for the tlingit um yeah. curriculum right yeah the children of the taku society 100 percent nonprofit organization in whitehorse that you they um shared like all of their lesson plans everything they have with us yeah, um, so we can learn Klingit on the side if we want to as we're building our own Dunazazage curriculum books, yeah. which hopefully one one day will be in the school system. Yeah, all this language stuff, it's awesome, it's inspirational, it's great to have my desk next to yours. What started you wanting to learn your language and like doing what I you do now? had a dream one night that I was speaking Dunazaz with my grandma because growing up that's all she knew and she only knew like five six words like food water bathroom um tea coffee Mm -hmm. that's all she could say in english Mm -hmm. other than that it was straight done as so 
she and I in my dream we were speaking together and I was saying it back to her so like that's that's like an end goal that's my main reason why I started doing what I'm doing that is inspirational and then um thank you for sharing that that almost makes me want to tear up because as the listeners may not know our grandma is the same grandma I'm a little bit younger so I never got to meet her but inspirational stories like that are the reason why the beaver culture and language still here today still here today being revitalized because of amazing work from people like you welcome back to the trail ahead brought to you by the fortune drawn co-op i'm trail Ako, and i'm sitting here with amy Ako. um so amy we were just talking about curriculum more specifically the Paul Creek curriculum that we got from a workshop in Whitehorse last week. Um, so I wanted to ask you. And, and you brought back from Montana <laughs> while uh, we were there. Yeah. We did see the first inspiration of it from Montana. Um, but uh, So this Paul Creek curriculum, um, what makes it different from any other language revitalization efforts that DOIC has made or any other peoples, tribes, or nations have used to try and revitalize language. What makes this curriculum work, and what did you see in Whitehorse that made it work? The repetition, repeating, 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 and absolutely no English. It was full immersion. We learned Salish words while we were there, and there's two words I'll never forget, but the the way they taught it and the way it absorbed, like... And this the, is the lesson, the fully planned hour and a half lesson plan that they Yeah, we there. participated in an hour and a half lesson in Salish language, and we learned some, we learned the words that they were... Can I quiz you on the words? That they were teaching us, and that the way that they taught it was fun, it was effective, and they said rough... Roughly, you say the word about 75 or more times, like up to 75. And at the end, you do a review and you go over the words again. And I just, it, ma- it was like happy. It was fun. It made me want to like learn their language, but I got to learn mine first. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's just, it's, and I think that the curriculum, this curriculum is the this curriculum is going to have to start internally with us in our department, in our reserve. As teachers. Building the books yeah. and then learning to teach and learning the words at the same time. Because when you participate in it, you are being shown how to teach and you, you learn how to say the words incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Not literally incorrectly, but I mean, when you repeat it back, nobody's perfect. Nobody's the same. And everybody says words a little different, different dialects, different areas, different, just different. <laughs> so that was like the lesson that they re- they took us through. They took us through, what was it, like a level one lesson? Yes. And it starts out as they said, it's called baby talk. Yeah. And you do baby talk and then you become intermediate and then eventually you would become a fluent speaker. Yeah. So we learned baby talk, which was so much fun. Yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everybody else didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the best thing about this is that there is 
no negativity like no you're not saying it right you're not pronouncing it right it's a complete safe space to mispronounce to not like put your words in the right order kind of thing because our language is nothing like English like when we do our word collection rapid word collections and stuff they want us to start building new words and it's really hard like just trying to even describe some certain words to people like to the elders mm -hmm. that work with us so like doing that can I, can I ask you about an example of a word that's really hard to explain how in beaver like if you can explain it to me in english how is a tv explained in beaver spirit in a box uh, yeah it's like spirit uh, in the box or a ghost in ghost, a box a ghost in the box i think is like the term or is like the literal translation for the word for the word television yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the coolest thing I've ever heard. It is pretty cool. Yeah. That was the lesson that they um, took us through in that workshop um, with the YNLC and the Children of the Taku in Whitehorse last week. Um, along with Christopher Parkin and his amazing family. Yeah. They all speak s strictly Salish to each other. Um, they only speak English to people that don't know Salish. To us. To us. So... After that, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back after a few songs to teach you a new Beaver Word of the Week. Welcome back to The Trail Ahead. I'm Trail Echo, and this program is brought to you by the Fortune John Co-op. We are currently going to bring you the Beaver Word of the Week. Me and my special guest here, Amy Echo, just learned a new word that we may have mentioned last break for... The word for television. Um, which literal, literally translates to spirit in a box. So we're going to learn how to say spirit in a box, which we just learned how to say. Well, we're reminded. And we are now going to teach you. So, Amy, teach me how to say that. I-A-J. I-A-J. Can yeah. you slow that down a little bit? Ah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. J. J. I-A-J. So, you do a bit of a hard stop on that one um, at the end of I-A-J. What is that hard stop called? It's called a glottal stop. So, when you're saying, like, whatever letter's at the end, you, like, go, ah, like, it just stops. Yeah, like a hard stop. I don't know any other way to describe it. <laughs> I'm not a linguist. I tried to take linguistics. I'm not very good at I it. I think you did great. <laughs> so, that's our Beaver Word of the Week. Speared in the box, I-A-J. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to The Trailhead. I'm Trail Echo. This program has been brought to you by the Fortune John Co-op. Um, well, Amy, thank you for joining me for this episode of The Trailhead. Um, I had a lovely time talking to you. Um, I just want to say, again, thank you um, for being such a great co-worker, for sharing your stories with me, for sharing your inspiration and drive to do the language revitalization work that you do. Um, speaking of the work that you do, what can our listeners do to find more of our work? So we, Doig River has a YouTube channel. Um, we have the Dunnawajij website. And we have our language on the First Voices platform. You just got to scroll down until you see D-A-N-E-Z-A-A. -A, and that's our language, the Dunnawajij. Yeah. And then also the Dunnawajij website is like a virtual museum of ours. Um, it is spelled... D-A-N-E space W-A-J-I-C-H 
and then that will take you to an archive of our history, of our, our history, culture, our reserve, our families, departments. Um, yeah, beautiful stuff. Um, again, I'd like to reiterate. Thank you for joining me, Amy. Um, this has been a, another episode of The Trail Ahead. I'm your host, Trail Akko. This is my guest, Amy Akko. Join us again next week at Sunday at 1 p.m. on 100.1 Moose FM. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, any podcast app. Again, thank you for joining me. Sene jige neha. I'm glad you came. <laughs>